please subscribe and leave a review of Dorky wherever you get your podcasts. Also, you can support the pod if you'd like. You can use PayPal or buy me a coffee. There are links to both methods on Dorky's website and in the show notes of this episode. Thank you so much. Hello, this is Dorky. I'm your host, April. This is a podcast about history. I'm going to be discussing events, people, and sometimes just random things from history that interest me and are important. I am absolutely not a historian. I'm just a dork who spends a lot of time watching, reading, listening to anything I can get my hands on about history, and I want to talk about it. I think a lot can be learned from looking into the past, and I'd like to share what I've learned, and my opinion about what I've learned, and I hope you enjoy it. This is the third episode in a miniseries of sorts, The Wives of King Henry VIII. King Henry VIII had six wives. His third wife was Jane Seymour. I'm going to start this episode with a direct quote from Wikipedia I saw when I tried to look up Jane Seymour's birth date. Her birth date is not recorded. Various accounts use anywhere from 1504 to 1509, but it is generally estimated around 1508. I can't tell you how disheartening it is to me that they didn't think daughters were important enough at that time to even record the dates of their birth. Whenever anyone talks about Jane Seymour, it's always mentioned that she loved needlework, seriously, and how nice she was. Here are some descriptions of her. Gentle a lady as ever I knew. A woman of the utmost charm in both character and appearance. Wikipedia even says she was regarded as meek, gentle, simple, and chaste, with her large family making her thought to be suitable to have many children. The only other way she's ever described as is the exact opposite of Anne Boleyn. I'm imagining like water to Anne's fire. So while it doesn't sound like Jane was someone who exactly made a big splash wherever she went, she seems like she was a perfectly nice, plain, kind, ordinary lady. There's nothing wrong with any of that at all. But I can't help but think there's more to her than just sewing and smiling. I mean, she did get engaged to Henry VIII the day after Anne Boleyn's execution, and marry him 11 days later. That's not something that just happens, is it? Jane wasn't as well-educated as Henry's first two wives. She could read and write, but her education mostly was in more domestic things, like needlework, she really enjoyed it and was very good at it, and household management. There's not really much else told about her childhood. I do know that she had a sister named Elizabeth and two brothers, Thomas and Edward. She was a maid of honor, which is a junior lady-in-waiting, to Henry's first wife, Catherine of Aragon, then went on to serve Henry's second wife, Anne Boleyn. There are stories of Henry flirting with Jane starting a few months before Anne's execution. 
there was an incident where supposedly Jane was wearing a locket with Henry's picture in it that he had gifted her, and Anne saw it, causing Anne to rip the locket from Jane's neck. There's also a story about Anne walking into a room to find Jane sitting on Henry's lap. I don't know if either one of those stories are true, but Anne had been one of Catherine of Aragon's ladies-in-waiting before marrying Henry, so maybe Anne was keeping an eye on her maids of honor and ladies-in-waiting. Rumors aside, it wasn't long before Anne was executed, and, like I said, Henry and Jane got engaged the next day and were married 11 days after that. So I feel pretty confident that something was going on between them. I mean, had to be, right? Although married to Henry and officially queen, Jane never had a coronation, as there was an outbreak of plague where it was to take place. Jane had been a public supporter of Catherine of Aragon and Princess Mary, so between that and, well, her not being Anne Boleyn, she was actually quite popular with the people of England and Henry's courtiers. Her court and household was more formal than Anne's had been. Jane only tried to get political once. There was a protest by some people about the whole being forced to change their religion thing, called the Pilgrimage of Grace, and Jane asked Henry to pardon those involved. Henry's response was to basically tell her to mind her own business and reminded her what happened to Anne Boleyn. She never spoke up like that again. One thing Jane did speak up about, though, was Henry's relationship with his daughters, and while she wasn't able to convince him to restore Mary and Elizabeth to the line of succession, she did get him talking to them again and allowed at court. Baby Steps it wasn't too long before Jane was pregnant. During her pregnancy, she had a strong craving for quail. Yes, these are the kinds of facts out there about her. There's nothing wrong with having a craving for quail while being pregnant, but I hope that if I'm remembered in 500 years, it's not for some obscure fact like, wow, she really liked tacos. She went into confinement and gave birth to a son. Henry finally had a son. They named him Edward. I'm glad I'm able to give that good news, because I have bad news now. Jane wasn't able to make it to Edward's christening because she was sick, and she didn't get better. She ended up passing away from what is assumed to be childbed fever. Henry was devastated. He finally got the son he wanted, but it cost him his wife. She was buried at St. George's Chapel in Windsor Castle. Side note. That's where Prince Harry and Meghan Markle got married. Spoiler alert for history, Henry VIII would get married three more times after Jane died, but upon his death, Jane Seymour is the wife he chose to be buried next to. She was the only one of Henry's wives to receive a queen's funeral. He wore black for the next three months and didn't get married to his fourth wife for two years. It will forever remain a mystery to me if this is because he was so in love with her or because she gave him the son he wanted so badly and so wanted to show some sort of devotion. So that's really all I could find about Jane Seymour. But was plain Jane, as she's sometimes called, really as plain and simple as she seems on paper? Maybe, but I don't think so. She was around as one of Catherine of Aragon's maid of honors while Henry was trying to get Anne Boleyn to be his mistress. She had a front row seat to Anne telling Henry she wouldn't sleep with him until he married her. But most importantly, she saw it work. 
There's another story that's told of Henry sending Jane a present and Jane taking it from the messenger, kissing it, and handing it right back to the messenger unopened, asking him to tell the king that she'd only accept presents like that when God would be pleased to send me some advantageous marriage. Now, this is a story told by Spanish ambassador Chapuy, who, as the Spanish ambassador, was a diehard Catherine of Aragon fan. So he hated, hated, hated Anne Boleyn and said that people were coaching Jane on how to get Henry to fall in love with her. Now, I don't know if that story is true or not, but Chapuy was a good source of information. In that same letter that he told that story, he mentioned that there had been talk of a new marriage for this king. This letter was written about a month before Anne's arrest, so he was getting good, reliable information at least sometimes from somewhere. I guess I'm trying to say that Chapuy was a very biased, somewhat reliable narrator. I do find it plausible that Jane was being coached. I even have a suspect as to who was doing the coaching. Speculation time. I suspect the coach was Jane's brother, Thomas. Probably both her brothers, but mostly Thomas. The reason I suspect this is because Thomas Seymour was one shady guy. Seriously. I mean, more spoilers for history, I guess. But after Henry died, his son Edward became king. But at only nine, he was too young to rule, so he had to have a regency. What follows could be an episode of its own, but... To make a long story short, Thomas Seymour tried to marry Princess Mary, then Princess Elizabeth, but couldn't, so then ended up marrying Henry VIII's final wife, Catherine Parr, after Henry's death. But then Elizabeth lived with Catherine Parr and Thomas Seymour for a while after they got married. And let's just say Thomas got really, really creepy and extremely inappropriate with Elizabeth. Then Edward Seymour went to Scotland, and while he was away, Thomas tried to seize total control of England for himself. To make another long story short, he shot a dog and killed it while trying to kidnap the young king. He was found guilty of treason for this and executed. I guess the whole point of me telling this story is to show how bananas and power-hungry Thomas Seymour was, and that, in my opinion, if there was anyone coaching Jane on how to get Henry to fall in love with her, my money would be on that guy. Okay, so did Jane necessarily have to be coached? Could she have seen Anne Boleyn turn Henry away and it only make him want her more and decide to try it herself? I mean, sure. I'll be honest, nothing I've ever seen or read about Jane Seymour makes me think she'd come up with this herself. I don't mean that she was incapable, just that she seems too goody-goody to be a schemer like that. My vote on this is no, but that's just my gut feeling. Could Henry have just legitimately fallen in love with Jane? This is definitely a possibility. I do think he loved Anne, but I think that the two of them together were drama. And not only did the people of his country dislike her, but a lot of people in his own court disliked her. He may have seen sweet, kind, people-pleaser Jane as just what he, his court, and kingdom needed and decided to cut his losses with Anne. Okay, we're still here in Speculationville, but I feel more confident in saying this than trying to figure out English court politics from 500 years ago. I think that if Jane had survived Edward's birth, that she would have been his last wife. He had a son with her, an honest-to-goodness, legitimate heir, and I think that would have satisfied him. 
I also like to think that Jane would have continued making progress with bringing Henry back together with Princess Mary and Princess Elizabeth. I mean, who knows? Oh, Jane Seymour, we hardly knew you. So that's it. That's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can reach me at dorkypod at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me know if I left something out or got something wrong. Or let me know if there's something in particular in history you'd like me to talk about. There's also a Facebook group called Dorky Podcast. Join it and be part of our community. Also, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're hearing it. It helps the podcast grow. But more importantly, your feedback will help me make this a better podcast. Until we meet again, friends. 